Welcome to another episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bott from Sports Advantage in Dane County. I'm here with my co-host, Coach Dean Manchie over at Kimberly. Coach, how are we doing? Doing excellent, Brian. Hey, Dino, before, before uh, you go, I'm, I'm going to let you share a couple of things. I know I just want to – I want to hop on first because I know what a tough tough week, but also special week it's been in Kimberly. Obviously, we want to shoot a, a, a shout-out to Coach Jones um who uh is stepping away as the head coach at Kimberly High School and coach is a very good friend of both of ours um and he was our second or third episode I believe on the podcast and fantastic leader an incredible man father husband leader everything that exemplifies what a coach should be what a leader should be and so we want to shoot a huge good luck and congratulations hopefully Coach Jones, and I know you'll probably follow that up too, Dean, but I wanted to make sure I got that in before I forgot, but go ahead if you got anything too. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brian. We lost an incredible coach, just a difference maker coach at Kimberly and and uh, Steve Jones, and obviously he was our second guest right after Alec Ingold, plays for Wisconsin Badgers, and now with the Los Angeles Raiders, or Las Vegas Raiders, I Vegas should Raiders. say. And, um, but Steve's going to go on and do a lot of good things with his leadership going to do some consulting and I think he's even got another uh, book probably in the making and his first book Twin Thieves was an excellent book and we threw that out there as yep. far as social media and, and it, that's been such a, a national best-selling book and so on so we wish Steve nothing but the best of luck as he continues he will continue to teach this year and then he is done so in the summer he will be an entrepreneur I guess you could he's say gonna, he's going to do what we all profess, right? He's going to finish the year, which is absolutely. That's one minute. thing. When I talked to Steve, you know, he mentioned to the kids, he's always big in, especially seniors of finishing the school year. And that's something he is definitely going to do. He's going to continue to work in our weight program with the speed development with our athletes, Brian, and he will do everything to make that transition really smooth with whoever that next coach is. And we're excited, you know, to, for that individual to come in and be the coach here at Kimberly as well, because Steve did such an incredible job and the program is an all-time high. And we'll just continue to keep that thing going. Thank Quick you. shout outs, Brian. <laughs> um, Jack, yeah. Zach Ruck, UWO Claire. So just speaking with Lauren previously before we hit the record button is UWO Claire just won the D Division Three National Championship for volleyball. And then we had previously former guest on Emily Scott was a Kimberly grad who plays for Louisville. And at the time when we did the recording, Brian, they were ranked two and then they went to number one and we kind of figured if things were going to work out, there was going to be this big shootout with the number one ranked team in the nation and our Wisconsin Badgers. So big shout out to her, an incredible season. Louisville just did an incredible had a great season being champs in their division and going as far as they did. And now, obviously, Christmas came a little bit early because we had a very special guest on from well, the first ever national championship team. For, well, not the first national champion because you have two national champions on this podcast here. You're kind of the outlier here, remember? So don't like let's not let's not kick me to the curb here. But anyways. Um, Yes, you want to talk about finishing, Dean. Talk about the way that this group finished, okay? And without a doubt, in, in my opinion, from watching um, the emotional leader of, of this team, 
the Wisconsin Women's Volleyball National Championship team in 2021. We have the honor of having Miss Lauren, Lauren Barnes um, on our show today. Lauren, how's it going? <laughs> it's going, going great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So for our listeners, Lauren, just give us a little background on yourself. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have have uh, checked out your your social media stuff since the national championship stuff. But for those of you those of you that haven't, um, Lauren, kind of share a little bit about your background and and what you've done in in the world and in volleyball and whatnot. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I'm a fifth year senior on the Wisconsin volleyball team. Um, I end up coming back, taking my COVID year. It was offered to me, so thought I. I should take it. Didn't want to turn that opportunity down, um, but have been here, been at Wisconsin for three years. I transferred in from Minnesota. Not Good great, choice. I know. Good <laughs> but, um, yeah, this year um, I've been the co-captain with Sydney Hilly for the last two years on the team, um, but just accolades of the team. We're, we're national champions this year. We we were close, really close the last two years, made it to the national championship, lost, lost in the semifinals last year, but um, um, we did it all this year, which is, which is awesome. Well, Lauren, we're extremely glad you're a Badger, and congratulations again on that incredible honor that was just unbelievable to watch. It was just so much excitement going on. We have a lot of high school volleyball athletes in the area. Volleyball is obviously very popular in this area as long as it, the whole state and it, it's just been incredible for the whole state and for the sport of volleyball you're a grad student correct right now what does a normal week look because it's going to be different than an undergrad I would assume so what does your normal week look like you know during your season yeah it's definitely a little bit different um just I it's kind of weird because I only had classes two days a week so I had classes Tuesdays and Thursdays um, they were pretty jam-packed with classes, especially because grad school is two and a half hour long classes rather than your 50 minute or hour and a half. So I was definitely in the classroom for a while, but um, I'd have class, those are the only days. And then every Monday, Wednesday, actually every Monday, Wednesday morning, we had lift. And then after lift, I would go into the gym and work on my out of system setting. Um, just so if our setter took the first ball, then I, it was my job to take the second. So I'd go in the gym, work a half hour on that with one of my coaches. And then um, Tuesday, Thursday, I would actually go in the gym in the morning and work on my passing with another one of my coaches, just individual reps, and then go to classes Tuesday, Thursdays. And then every afternoon around 2.30, actually probably around 2, I would show up to the gym and we'd have practice from about practicing film from about 2.30 to usually ends up 6, 6.30, depending on the time of year. And then two games every weekend. We play every Friday, almost every Friday, Saturday, sometimes Wednesday, Saturday, sometimes Friday, Sunday, but yeah, it's definitely a little bit different, just longer classes, but less class days, but definitely still manageable. So even in season, Lauren, you're doing extra work, right? Sounds like, like every single day, every single day, but game day. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. It, and we're very happy that you transferred by the way. I mean that, that W that they wear on their helmets upside down. So <laughs> I'm also very happy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so let's talk about Coach Sheffield for, for a few minutes. Um, you know, those people that, and I know uh, a little bit from when I was at Wisconsin, just my, some interaction and whatnot. And he, he's a very kind of even-tempered kind of coach. At least that's the way he kind of looks like on the, on the surface, right? But even in the semifinals and the finals a little bit, you saw him get kind of emotional. Just kind of speak about him 
for a couple minutes and you know what he's done not only for your program but the sport of volleyball I mean it's it's just amazing yeah he is he's awesome um amazing coach amazing head coach I could probably talk for hours about how great he is and all the every every little detail about him and what makes him so great but especially just this year but every year I've been here is the belief he has in his team and just how much he cares about the team and his coaching staff as individuals and his players as individuals is just, it's unmatched. It really is. And just, it's not just about volleyball here. He cares about us off the court, but even on the court is he wants us to, he wants us to succeed. And he really has done a lot to help us succeed. Um, he, but oh gosh, seriously, not enough words to describe him, just his emotion in the national championship, the semifinal. I think I watched that video. I don't know if you guys saw the video of him sitting on the bench where he teared up. I think I've watched it a hundred times. That just, that shows you how much he cares. It really does. And um, just being his even temper on the court is just, it keeps us in the game. It's especially under the pressure we were under in the big moments. It really does keep us in the game and it settles everyone down and it just, it, he tells us how he shows how much he believes in us and how much he truly cares about us. Well, Lauren, too, like I was just going to just ask about that. I mean, like you, what's neat about the games, you know, that, you, you know, the Fieldhouse games, you can see things and stuff like that if you're there. But like when it's on ESPN or whatever, you know, they get the camera right in the huddle and things like that. And you're talking about, you know, two points away from winning a national championship or match point or even the game against Louisville. I mean, he's in there talking like you and I and Dean are just talking right now. And so for, as an athlete, that must just be really reassuring because, you know, we've all played athletics before and we've all been in that scenario. And a lot of times, like you feel like your guts are going to come out, you know what I mean? To have someone who's just that confident and that calm. I mean, it's gotta just be reassuring for you guys. Right. Oh, it is 100%. It just, it gives us confidence in ourselves and confidence in him and the coaching staff. I think we were about six points away from the national championship and they called a timeout or Nebraska calls a timeout and we came in and he, he just came in and said, well, in about five minutes, you guys are going to be national champions. So enjoy the moment. Let's go. And he left. Awesome. So he, he's awesome. <laughs> I just couldn't believe how calm he was. And yeah. I'm thinking I'm, I'm on my lazy boy watching a game and I'm just absolutely going crazy. And I, I don't have, one millionth of what you've got invested, you know, as far as the preparation and, you know, the competitiveness and, and, and just everything that you do as far as practicing, what, what was it like, you know, the, the game was so competitive. I watched, you know, the, uh, the Nebraska and obviously I watched the Louisville game and it's just that the display of athleticism was incredible. And, you know, the practices, what are your practices like at UW to just be able to prepare for matches like that? I mean, it's going back and forth and people are diving all over the place. And it just it just looked like it was grueling from an athletic standpoint and kind of shape you must be in to be able to continually do that. And then the ups and downs that go with, you know, the emotion of just the game. So what are practices like? What's that preparation? Can you give a little bit of our listeners some of your insights on that? Yeah, of course. Quite honestly, our practices, or at least the end of practice, when we get to play 6v6 a little bit in scrimmage, are just like games. Um, if if anyone saw a practice of ours, especially when we were doing our scrimmage at the end, it, it's 
almost like any other Big Ten game, any other big match you'll you'll see. We have a lot of depth on our team, and when we get to go at it, we really go at it. We we treat it like a real game. We have we have people. There are times people are arguing, just kind of. We have our we practice like we play. We have a challenge system in the in our um, scrimmages and practice, and we go off honesty rule. We don't pull up the cameras or anything, but um, <laughs> it, it gets pretty it gets pretty serious in there. And but even leading before leading up to it, we we approach every single drill like it is a game. It's a game. It's going to help us in a game um, serving. We go through our serving routine every single time we serve a ball over the net, even if it's just our our single reps. We don't rush it. We are always quality over quantity. Um, same thing with passing. We we treat our servers like they're our opponents and we talk through every every rotation we're in. But um, that it really is. It's a it's a competitive atmosphere. Um, they recruit competitive athletes, and if you ever watched a practice, you would you would think it was just like a game. <laughs> so at the end of the season, like this, was the team healthy? I mean, how many people are playing with little you know strains and dings? And you know, I'm a football coach, been doing it for 27 years, and you only feel good the first day of practice, and then as the season goes on, you're just wearing down, and you have to be able to play through those things. You know, what was the the, the the feel of the athletes and were a lot of the people on your team banged up and playing through things how did that work out overall we were pretty healthy um we actually had uh, one of our back row players playing with no acl which wow. is yeah she tore acl she's senior um geo uh number seven but yeah she's she tore acl about midway through big 10 season and she recovered it just played with the brace the rest of the season um Holy but shit. overall, we're pretty healthy. Some shin issues on the hitters, but nothing too bad. Um, we had a few hip issues, but again, able to play through it. Kind of the adrenaline kicks in and you don't feel anything. <laughs> huge shout out to Christy too, right? Christy Walker. Oh, oh, she and, keeps yeah. us together. Yep. Um, huge. Huge shout out to the athletic trainer at Wisconsin. Christy was there when I when I was there. And, you know, just, and, and I know the love she has for for your program and, and the amount of hours that the athletic trainers at the college level put in, you know, especially, you know, in scenarios like this, right. When you're, when you're on the road and um, you know, you're in a multi-game scenario, probably there, what Thursday, you know, through Sunday, I mean, it's constant, you're, you're on call constantly. So huge shout out to the athletic trainers as well, but let's, uh, let's get into that national semifinal, Lauren. Um, you know, unfortunately you broke Dean's heart, but you know, some of us were really, really, really excited, you know, for that game. Um, and Dean, I wasn't on my lazy boy. I was actually singing karaoke at my house. We had our family Christmas party. So I think I was like right in the middle of rhinestone cowboy, uh, during these games. So anyway, um, but you, you know, you get, you get to the national semifinal, you get the number one seed, you know, number one team in the country, probably for over half the year now. Right. I mean, undefeated, uh, very similar to the Wisconsin men's basketball team a few years ago when they faced off against Kentucky. Um, you know, what was the atmosphere like during, you know, kind of the day of the game, right? I think people don't really get a sense for, you know, what goes through like the, the day of the game, you know, at the hotel and then things like that. And then leading up to the game and then the game itself, like what are some of the things that go on the day of that, that game, especially because I'm sure you got news and family and, and just a lot of anxiety going on kind of what talk us through that day and then that game as well. Of course. Um, well, every game day we have a serve and pass, which is about an hour, hour and a half of 
the team goes in, we get our touches on serving and passing. Um, and then we usually run through some of our scouting reports. So where we're supposed to be on defense, where our blockers are going to be, where they're going to defend, so where our hitters have open shots, everything like that. So it kind of like helps us just re go over what our scouting reports are before we have our film session. We usually do our film session right after practice. Um, but it's really helpful just to kind of run through it in person and going through each skill and going through the motions in a good way, not just absentmindedly going through the motions. Um, and then we'll go back, we'll watch film on the opponent, kind of go over what we just talked to, see it one more time on the, on the television, on the TV we're looking at. And then um, we'll kind of have some relaxed time, a few hours off. And that, that's where you really got to get your mind right. Just you don't want to get too pumped too early which is um, quite honestly, I hate to admit it, but I try to do homework before. I do a lot of school right before we have to go to pregame meal just because it keeps my mind on something else. So I don't get too pumped way too early and then it wears off or anything like that. And then we'll do our pregame meal. We'll have about an hour or so until we leave for the gym and then we're ready to go from there on out. But um, just the game itself, that game was, that game was awesome. That game was epic as Kelly Sheffield has, has been quoted. <laughs> um, but going in, just we were ready to take them down. We were ready. To, we were ready to let it rip, and we we did that. Um, they're a great team. We we had a lot. We have we have a lot of respect for them, and that's kind of what we talked about. Is they're a great team. They're they're a well-oiled machine, um, kind of firing on all cylinders. So we just we just knew as long as we played our game, though we and really did let it rip, um, we we had a great shot at it. Respect everybody, fear no one, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Lauren, moving into that championship night, we all know how tough it is in sports to beat a team three times in one season, especially a team that you know that's in your conference as Nebraska. So talk about that night and the emotion that went into playing that Nebraska team for the third time. Yeah, it was, it was, we kind of turned it to a way rather than, oh, beating a team three times, that's tough. We turned it to a way. We, we really know each other. They're in our conference. We, we know how they like to hit. We know how they like to defend. Like, this is awesome. We can really, we can really pick some things apart and try to figure out our strategy to win. Um, so we kind of really focused our minds on that aspect of things, on how we, how we were going to beat them and how they were going to try to beat us and just kind of work around those things and see where, where we can adjust our game just a little bit to make sure that <laughs> we could beat them that third time. But it definitely, we, ch we changed our mindset from, oh, it's really hard to be a three time team three times to, all right, let's see how we can beat them a third time. Just really picking apart our film against them. So the last point, and, and, you know, I can share, I, I'll never forget, um, you know, the, the last ground ball that I, that we fielded to throw to win a national championship. That last point was, you know, back and forth, just kind of like the whole match was, I mean, you know, um, just kind of give us what went through your head, like during, you know, the last point. And then when you saw the ball hit the ground, just like that thought that went through your head. I mean, it's just so magical. It, it was, I don't really, it still feels a little bit unreal right now. Um, I don't think it's sunk in quite yet. Um, looking at the pictures helps a little bit, but it was, I, kind of crazy kind of had to win the national championship twice um it was a little weird that the first time we thought we won there was a challenge it got overturned so we had to reset our minds to stay in the game but if we don't reset our minds and stay in the game we don't get to win that point we don't get to win the national championship on that point but just 
honestly, I knew immediately <laughs> once we dug the ball on our side of that rape, it was going to Dana. Um, and once it was going to Dana, we were putting the ball down. There was no block up. And I knew that it was, it was the end. Saw the ball hit the floor and it was just like, we did it. That was the first thing that went through my mind was we did it. I think I said it out loud like a billion times to my teammates, gave them a big hug and it was just, we did it. Lauren, women's volleyball is on the rise. I mean, it's really popular up in our area as well as down, down in the Madison area. AU teams and programs are growing like crazy. More young ladies are excited to play the game. As a member of one of the top programs in the country, how excited are you that this sport will continue to grow and where do you see yourself after you graduate? Oh gosh, I'm pumped. Um, <laughs> I actually just saw a stat on Twitter that our national championship game had 1.19 million viewers, which is insane. Um, I just like, just to see the sport growing and to see how many people, how it's caught people's attention. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, especially the, being able to be a part of it. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited to see how it continues to grow. I'm excited to see uh, the leagues. There's actually been leagues that have been forming in the United States. Normally you have to go overseas to to play volleyball, but I'm excited to see where those leagues go and see if they can really pick up. Um, but I think how at the rate it's growing at, it's it's looking pretty positive. So I'm really excited. Do you think that you'll want to play after college? I think so, definitely. It's definitely going to be something I consider, especially over these next few weeks. So when you were you were in high school, did you play like like club volleyball and stuff like that? And where did you play if you did? I did. I played club at. Um, First Alliance Volleyball Club. It's in McCook, but yeah. Coaching. What do you think about Coach Barnes someday? <laughs> I, I definitely have thought about it. Um, I would love, love to be able to help um, girls improve and learn the sport and learn to love the game and just grow in the sport, just like I have. Um, I, I've had great experiences and I would love to help other girls and young women have those same experiences. Um, I think if I coached, I would definitely try to get into the college level. Just, I, I, want, to, I want to win it all if, I, if I'm gonna coach and I got to do that, I got to experience that. I would love to help other people experience that. Lauren, so you had 31 digs, is that correct? Is that a, is that a championship game record? Do you know? I don't know about that. I have no idea, but that is, I think that is correct. That's I mean, something that. It was uh, very impressed, Brian. I mean, I think Nebraska had 90 and 90 some, and you guys had 79. I mean, just the, the, the way the game has changed over the years um, is just amazing. I mean, you guys, both teams, and just, uh, just across the board, the athleticism is unbelievable. I mean, you know, some of the girls are 6'8", six, 6'9", six, and, you know, it's just – I mean, what's it like? I mean, just like for you to pass it to someone like that, you know what I mean? Versus someone that's like six, one, like what's it like putting it up there for someone that's six, nine that, you know, they're going to be a good foot over the net and they just put it somewhere and they're going to, you know what I mean? What, what's that like? It, it's just, it gives me personally so much confidence. And um, I like, I know if I do my job and keep the ball off the floor, it doesn't have to be perfect with how athletic my teammates are. Um, and it just like, just the confidence that that gives me is just how athletic and how skilled my teammates are is I don't have to ever be perfect. That pressure can be completely out of the game, um, out of my mind. It's just like, 
on my mindset is, okay, you get this ball up, that's your job. And then they get to do the rest is theirs. And then you're going to go have their backs and you're going to go cover. But just knowing that just keeping the ball off the floor is basically all I have to do because they're that athletic that they're, they're going to put the ball away is it's just awesome. <laughs> so Lauren has come to sports advantage a couple of times um, to work out. Um, and I think our, our viewers who watch the game also saw some of the facial expressions that she makes. Um, <laughs> are those planned or are they, did you, were you a Michael Jordan fan when you were young or, or is that just something that's natural? Like when you go to get the ball, it's just so reactionary. <laughs> yeah. It's something that's natural. It's I've started to pick up on. It's just when I'm really, really, really concentrating. Um, I've like, I'll do it weightlifting at times. People ask me if I'm going to bite off my tongue when I'm trying to do a heavy hand clean. <laughs> I never have, knock on wood, but um, I do it in volleyball. I do it when I'm serving, passing, digging. But then I've also noticed that like, if I'm writing something down, trying to do a math equation or something that like takes a lot of thought, I, my tongue will come out of my mouth. It kind of just hangs on the side of my mouth, which is really weird because that's not sports. But <laughs> um, I've noticed that I found a picture. I think ESPN asked me for a picture of me playing hockey when I was younger and in almost every single one of my hockey pictures, my tongue is out. So it's been since I was really young. I started playing hockey when I was three. So, um, so obviously the title of our podcast is Get Your Edge. Um, and if you have a tip out there, you know, a tip for, for young athletes to get their edge, you know, what would it be? Or, or even if you could do something over again, what would it be? Probably a tip just to trust your training. Believe in yourself and trust your training. Um, I think that's something that I've really, I've really learned over the past few years is um, – especially like the believe in yourself part, just knowing that you're ready for the moment. Um, no matter how big the moment is, every all the work you've put in, all the reps you've put in, you're ready for the moment and trust that training and just really believe in yourself. It can, it can take you really far. So Lauren, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have a ton of hopefully young females listening, you know, that maybe at some someday, you know, wanna wear that red or white jersey opposite color of their team and be the next Lauren Barnes. What would you say to them? You know, they're, they're listen, they, they've got, you know, they, they have a dream what, you know, they want to be the next Lauren Barnes. What, do, what would you say to them? Go chase that dream and put, put in the work. It doesn't, it does not come easy at all. Nothing's handed to you. I'm a firm believer in nothing's handed to you. Um, you put in the work, you'll, you'll get what you deserve. I've put in a lot of work to get here to get where I am today. And it, it's worth it. <laughs> So, Lauren, you mentioned that you played hockey at a very young age. Do you think hockey and doing that at such a young age just really made a big difference on your toughness that I saw on the court when I was watching the game on TV and that toughness? I think definitely. Yep. <laughs> I also get that from my parents. <laughs> but um, definitely just kind of I played with boys probably my the, until eighth grade. I think it was seventh or eighth grade. So I kind of grew up just, I had to be tough. I was way smaller than all of them. And obviously I was a girl against all the guys. So you, you had to be tough. You had to show them you can hang with them. That's awesome. And then you, did you play any other sports as well? Those were my main two. I played softball a little bit, but I didn't play that for very long, but it was mainly hockey and volleyball my whole life. So what was the attraction to volleyball? At the time I chose to stop playing hockey, it was mainly just the opportunities that volleyball gave. Um, just with, there's not as many division one hockey schools. And I just, so at the time it was mainly just the opportunities and there were more opportunities for me in that aspect. But now it's just like, 
it's the sport I love. <laughs> I could not be happier that I ended up playing volleyball, but um, yeah, I've, it's just the sport I love. <laughs> well, Lauren, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, we, we know that your schedule I'm sure is pretty hectic and, um, and whatnot. And, you know, what you've done, what you and, you know, your teammates and coaches have done for the state and for so many people um, really brought a lot of excitement um, to our state and for years now, and that field house is packed. Um, and uh, the, the quality of program and the quality of, of people in the program uh, really represents the university, the state, you know, so many, so many people just love watching you guys play. So, you know, we all want to say thank you uh, for what you guys did. Uh, there's so many young females that are, that are out there watching you guys and young males as well. You know, I mean, and older males like ourselves <laughs> get excited. Um, but it's just, it's just truly special uh, to watch. And obviously, I've, you know, I've, I've met you before and, and, and whatnot, and I'm just so happy for you and so happy for your teammates. Um, so keep it up. If you need anything, obviously, uh, I'm here if you need anything over here, but um, really excited to see where your career goes. Hopefully it's a long career. And like Dean said, uh, you know, there's always there's always room for for quality people in the coaching ranks, whether it's, you know, you know, in the in the sport or, or any type of thing. So we want to wish you good luck. Uh, that's going to end it for this episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. Remember, we don't do any ads or anything like that on the show. So please share the show so we can keep continuing to grow it so people can hear messages like Lauren shared today. And we will see you next time. Chop it. <laughs>